0: Good morning, uh, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is you are listening to this Drivecast. So thankful that you've chosen to join us to spend some time with us today. My name is Paul. I'm the teaching pastor for the Marion campus. I hope you're doing well today. This past Sunday, we kicked off a new series we've called Exiles, and we're working our way through the first section of the book of Daniel. And the big idea of this series has been and is uh, that faith is not about where you live, um, but it's about how you live and that's such an important point for us uh, as we seek to live out our faith to glorify Jesus in each and every um, avenue uh, and aspect of our life and so our verses today in the devotional content which of course you can find in the LifePoint Ohio app are in verses uh, 9 through 16 Um, and in these verses what we see is that um Daniel's great experiment, um, as he has, uh, said, no, I'm not going to defile myself with the King's food. And we see the outcome of this experiment, if you will, it's not really an experiment, um, but he knows God is going to be faithful to him. And God is, um, the outcome is that, you know, he, he and his friends, uh, look, you know, better and they've gained weight as they eat nothing but vegetables and they reject the King's food. And, um, you know, that would have been a very scary thing. They're really putting their lives on the line there. And, um, but God shows them favor and then he shows, uh, he gives them favor in the eyes of, of the one who is really overseeing them, this, this official uh, of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And um, what we see then is um, this section is really the, the turning point in the entire book of Daniel and really in the, the history of the empire of Babylon, which is fascinating. And so what I want to get into um, this morning and what the devotional content also gets into is really asking us, hey, are there areas in our lives um, where we are just sort of going with the cultural flow and we need to draw a line in the sand and say no more and stand up for um, our faith and and really our gospel identity? That's really what we talked about on Sunday uh, at the Marion campus. And uh, you know, I think sometimes um, we like to draw lines in the sand, um, but sometimes we prioritize the wrong thing. We prioritize maybe external um, things that don't really matter. Um, maybe we, we align ourselves with with a certain um, thing that is really uh, peripheral to the faith. And, and we want to be really passionate about that. And there are some issues, of course, that we need to be very passionate about. Uh, one in, uh, you know, issue one, for example, right now. Um, and at the same time, um, I think sometimes we can get distracted and we can care more about these external things than we do about our internal gospel identity. And so that's really uh, where I want to challenge us this this morning is to say, hey, um, you know, is there anything in my life that, that I know goes against the commands of God? You I know, mean, I think it's so fascinating what Daniel chose to say no to. Uh, he, he's really forced to do three things. Uh, He was given a new name and in his new name, they substitute God um, out of his, the meaning of his name and placed a false God uh, in instead. And just imagine if every time somebody said your name, uh, you knew the meaning of it was connected to a false God. Like I would say, nope. Um, They also make him learn a new language. They make him read the literature uh, of the culture. And so he would have had to become really an expert in uh, different um, gods and different uh, practices that he knew were evil and wicked. And yet he doesn't say no to those things. The one thing he says no to is, no, I'm not going to eat the food that would defile me because again, I care more about my internal gospel identity, my spiritual identity than I do about this external activity that really has no bearing on my relationship with God. And so again, I think that's the question for us today. You know, is there anything that is really affecting us in our walk with Jesus? Maybe something that God has has directly commanded in his scriptures to, to do or to not to do and maybe we have been rejecting that or ignoring it because it's a lot easier to, again, go with the general flow of culture. And so this morning, what I want to challenge us uh, with, and we should always be challenging ourselves with this, is, is asking God, God, reveal in me anything that is that is going against you, anything that is that is damaging my relationship with you, Jesus. And um, I think in order to, to rightly understand that um, and ask that question, we, we have to understand our gospel identity. You know, our gospel identity is this reality that Jesus has brought us from death to life. And when we understand that we were dead and now we've been made alive, we begin to think, well, who, who made me alive? Well, Jesus did. So if I was dead in my own doing, and Jesus is the one that has made me alive, then of course, Jesus is the one who really should run my life. My life is not about me anymore. My life is about Jesus and what he's doing in and through me. And so then that should, should again, cause us to ask the question of Jesus, You've given me a new life. Is there anything that I'm doing that is not honoring the life that you've given me? Am I glorifying? Am I enjoying? Am I pursuing anything that you deemed serious enough to go and die for? And that's really what the question I think is. like, Am I doing the things? Am I enjoying pursuing, promoting the things that you understood and and saw as deadly enough for me that you chose to step out of heaven? To step into my miseries, to step into my mess, and to die on the cross for me, and so um, that's really where I want to, to lead us to this morning. And, and as we do that, um, I want us to also ask um, that God would give us favor as we make these decisions. You know, some of these decisions are are they have implications with our families, with our friends, with our coworkers, with our bosses. And so as we make these decisions, and we need to be careful, these are actually biblical things and not these secondary things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. We need to to ask, God, as I make these decisions, these may be life-altering decisions, give me favor with those around me so that they can know you, they can see you, and they can be made new um, just as you've made me new. So I want to take a minute to pray toward that end this morning. And I want to ask you to pray as well. And so I'm going to kick us off. I'm going to get us started. I do want to say thanks for joining us today. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow, Um, but I want to give you some time. Ask the Lord, reveal uh, where it is in me that I need to draw a line uh, for the sake of my gospel identity and for the sake of your glory. And then God, give me favor with others as I do that. Father, you, you know our hearts and you hear our hearts. And so, As we go to your word in in Daniel and we see what you have done in your servant Daniel and and the three friends of his, um, God, would you um, allow us to understand what's the right thing to say no more? What is it that's really impacting and affecting our identity in you, Jesus? And would you allow us to identify that? And would you allow us to flee from it and, and to repent of it? And as we do that, would you give us favor with those around us to see that this is not about um, becoming self-righteous? This is really a response of the undeserved righteousness that we've been given by you, Jesus. And would that result in others seeing your glory, Jesus, your fame? Uh, your power to make us into new people and to reshape us and then use us for your glory and your purposes. Like hallelujah. Amen. Like let's do that. God, we want to do that. And so would you do that in us first? We need you. We love you. we, We trust you, God. And we, we, we plead with you that you would work in us in powerful ways. Again, for your praise, your glory, and your honor. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray these things. Amen.